Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Out Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Barnes. And today we will take a walk down or a audio walk down uh, my trip to Scotland. What I managed to do there, how it made me feel, who I met up with, uh, things to take away from it. It was an eventful trip. And so happy that I got the time to like to think about this and share it with everybody. Um, I think there's something here. Although we're talking about a trip, so me back home, I think I uh, there's some very practical tips that everybody can take away for it. I hope that you enjoy the episode. One of the one of the biggest things that I actually like doing is traveling. And uh, this week I want to talk about my uh, trip back to Scotland last month. Uh, I was torn early back from my, from my brother's wedding, but um, the reason I want to talk about this is actually because um, it's not really so much for sort of the sort of activities and everything that I did, but it's more about how it relates to everyone. Like, you know, and I'm not saying everyone lives away, but, uh, you know, everyone has friends and family and they're you know whether they're scattered you know in the proximity of where you live or whether it's whether it's thousands of miles away like mine but it's it's more about how how this stuff kind of makes you feel and it's fine because you know when I talk about experiences and when I think about things I don't really like for example, um, when I go to like a wrestling event or something, like I don't particularly as a remember like all the ins and outs, of all the matches. I always remember the like how it actually made me feel. Like what was that moment like? What was the atmosphere like? What was my highlights and who maybe even who I was with? These are all things that come to mind, and I want to talk uh, about my my trip back simply for the same reason. Now, uh, to set the, the the sort of framework, the the trip back was primarily for uh, to visit my my family, and my definitely it was because it was my daughter's wedding, and it was on it was on the twenty sixth of October, and I was coming back just for that. But of course I had a, a packed schedule as normal and I was always trying to see as many people as possible in this short amount of time that I had. I was there from the 21st to the 28th. I was only there for one week and each Monday was kind of uh, rolled out because that was a, a travel day or uh, the first day I was uh, sending it with my family. So... I want to kind of go through the the week and as an overall in, in general, but then just like the parts that stuck out to me, and what they what they mean to me in terms of how uh, how I think about it and how it actually makes me feel. Now, the the first day, uh, I always do the same thing when I go back. I always try and get my family together, and we go for dinner or have dinner or just see um see each other on the first day 
And this time was no different. I, I literally landed at 9 a.m. Uh, and I went to both of my brother's place in the in the afternoon. So I didn't even go to my, my mom's place, which is where I was staying. But, like, I went straight to my brother's, then my other brother's, and then uh, later on we, we went for, some of us went for dinner. And... I, as much as, the, so the distance between the time I last was there and this time was six months. And it's not a long time when you think about it, but it's a long time in terms of, like, uh, seeing people. And a lot happens in six months. Uh, and particularly, they were planning their wedding. So, um, I'm not going to... Uh, I told too much information on the the wedding itself, but like, um, I was I, I again I was specifically back for that, and I was honoured enough to be able to uh, give a, a sort of mini reading or speech uh, during the ceremony of the wedding, which was which was I was so so grateful to be asked, because um, I am often not very good at saying um, or or showing how I feel about. Uh, things, but I know that in a speech at that time, at that place, in that environment, uh, that I could put that across in just a few minutes, and that was the goal. And I feel I did a, I feel I did a, a great job of that. Everybody loved the speech. I'll go into that later, but I want to go into like a little bit of a chronological order of how the trip went. And again, not sort of the activities, but how it makes you, how it makes me feel. Like the first night, like I can't explain how nice it is to, you know, it doesn't, and I'll say this, I'll say this now, I'll say it forever. I don't give a shit where I live or where, uh, sorry, I do give a shit where I live, but I, but nothing else matters when I go back home. I go back home, I, I, you know, life is sort of paused on the other side of the pond, but uh, when I go back, my time is to spend with my family and my friends and where I grew up. Nothing else matters, right? And I went to, um, I went to dinner and I went to, to see my, my brothers and that time is, that time is so good. Um, it's, it's funny because this is the first time I went back. So as you uh, look back at the podcast episodes, I started this back in June this, uh, June this year. So not that long ago, but that was after the last time I was there. And I put everything out there on this podcast, I'm sure, as you've been listening since the beginning episodes. I went back for the first time. Uh, since that, and I nothing, nothing actually, even really felt like it was like I did anything uh, different. Like I just know that, like I'm so grateful that every single person that I met when I was back there, every single one of them had listened to my podcast, and particularly, um, of course, in the in the beginning stages of the podcast, they they listened and they all said pretty much the same thing. And they said that this this is amazing and it's so good 
how you can be willing to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, but yet not do it for sympathy, but to do it to help other people. Maybe not even do the same thing, but maybe just to help people uh, deal with their own stuff in their life. And as everybody said that they respected me and they loved it and they think it was, uh, they think it's a great thing I'm doing and everybody wants me to keep doing it. And I, I, I must admit, um, that felt so nice. Because I, I'm going to end up going on a, a run here, but like, when I did the, so I, I, I got this idea a long time ago, by the way, about saying stuff on a podcast and putting it all out there and I for a long time I, I couldn't do it I didn't I, I, I just couldn't do it uh, and it's hard right it's, it's, if you put your content out there with the most sensitive and the most the most um, raw uh, information and you know childhood memories and bad stuff and, uh, you know, memories that have kind of scarred you the way you are. If you put all of that in a podcast, like, that is the ultimate way to be vulnerable. And I I understand that fully, but trust me, um, the reason why I did it, the reason why I did it was because I want to help other people. And I'm happy to take the hit of being vulnerable and people asking questions about me. And uh, they, um, that that type of thing uh, is they they know that they they these people that listen to this and have got something have already done my job. I've already won in the, this 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 venture. Anyways. I'm getting a bit off track, but you know, once you say those things, now I don't mean that you need to go on a podcast or create a YouTube video or do it on any type of social media. I mean, go to the people that are closest to you and tell them everything. You know, hey, I was growing up and I was an absolute asshole in school because I was getting bullied and I came home and took it out on you and I was a pain in the ass and I shouldn't have broken into people's houses or stole things or whatever it is that you did. But the moment that you let every single piece of that out, it is a revelation. I can't stress that enough. I literally told everything on this podcast and nobody has got anything on me now nobody has anything because it is the truth I know the truth and it's not to prove anything to anybody else it is the truth for me and I am so grateful and feel so loved and so appreciated and so accepted by everybody that's listened to the podcast and they still have the same, they still, they don't look at me any differently. They don't, they don't see me as uh, any more or less of a person because I'm still the same guy and I won't change. But people don't, you know, they don't um, always see it that way.
anyway, that that that's the size of the point. So that's about the podcast that was brought up a lot, and I got like everybody was so accepting and uh, loving about it. So that's it. Now, one of the, when I I have a a lot of close like I I don't have a lot of friends. I'm sure I said this before. I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do try and keep up with in 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 Toronto and in Scotland is the friends that I are I'm the closest to. So I, I met several friends when I was back, um, and and uh, friends I've known since school, like we're talking the last 10 years. And I just love how when I meet those people, that it feels like there's never been a gap. It feels like we've never been away from each other, actually. And it was just it, it's so liberating to talk to those people in person. Like, we text now and then, but there's nothing like that in-person uh, conversation. Um, and I did that on the, the day after I got there. I met a couple of good friends of mine. Uh, both of them are incredible. Like, um, I, they know everything about me. Uh, I know everything about them. And I just can't wait to, to see them again. And um, I, I'm going on holiday with one of them uh, next year. Uh, which I can't wait. So we're gonna, we're probably gonna go to the west coast of uh, Canada. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. I just wanted to say that every, every person that 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 I've met, um, sorry, the, the every person that I met when I was back, uh, I just, I just feel that, like, I just, like, I almost want to say like thanks to them because thanks for being such a good friend like every single person uh that i talk to back home like i just can't i can't stress how um i just can't stress how great the land for their relationships and the reason why i'm sort of stressing this is because there's friends that I've actually got back in touch with by doing this. Pick up your phone, go in your address book, and find a contact who you've not spoken to, and let's let's say more than six months, more than a year, something like that. Something that you've had no contact with, or like on Facebook or, or whatever, right? Find someone who you've not spoken to in a long time. And call them. Don't text them. Don't email them. Nothing. Call them. They might not pick up, of course. But call them. And I did this. I I, I, I can attest this because I've done the exact this exact thing. Call them and I says, Hey, I was thinking about you. I wanna know. I hope things are going well. Uh, you know, what's the latest, what's going on in your life? And that is all you need to do or all I've done to sort of rekindle relationships. And it's so funny because when I'm going back to Scotland, I actually just message these, like some of these people who, who I talked about. And like, I'm just so happy uh, that I get to spend time with them because they, they, um, they actually, um, 
you know, so as mo- most of them say, or I think all of them say, um, yeah, let me know when's best for you. I'll do I'll I'll do whatever it takes to to meet you when you're here. And that makes me feel really good because these everyone has a life, everyone's busy, everyone's got stuff. Um, but it's not it's not um, easy to find time, you know, sometimes, right? Uh, and I, also one thing that happened when I was back is I met a couple of friends from university and uh, we, we've known each other. It was our 10-year anniversary. Makes me feel old as fuck, but, um, <laughs> but it's our 10-year anniversary and uh, I didn't get around to messaging them when I was coming back, right? Like saying, hey, what, get, what day are you guys free? Uh, I had actually put a post up and says, I, I literally can't fit anything else in or I'm struggling to fit everything else in in one week. And as soon as one of them messaged me and he says, hey, man, we, we got to go out because it's our last, it's 10-year anniversary, like, we have to go out. And when I got the message, it was like, fuck, yeah, you're right. Like, I have to go out. Um, we have to go out. And I I made a point of getting together with those two and it was an, it, again, like when I met them, it felt like we were never apart. We we talked, we had a laugh, we were checking up on each other, like how things were going. Like, of course, there's only some, so much you can do in one night, but it was so great to talk to them. And it's so great to see that they're doing well and they've got like longer term plans and, or what one of them does, uh, longer term plans and, um, I just I'm happy to see they're doing well, and it was great to 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 catch up with them, um, and uh, I can't wait to see them again. Um, I actually rekindled a like a friendship, right? Like I was telling you, so one of my old friends, um, I met her on the in in the morning for a coffee uh, one day when I was back in Scotland. And the thing is, we've not spoken for a long time. Uh, well, you know, like, it's safe to say, and she she won't mind me saying this, but, like, we had our differences in the past. We didn't we didn't see eye to eye on a few things. Uh, you know, whatever, right? Who cares? There's water under the bridge. I don't mind. I got no, no grudges. And I reached out to her six months ago or whenever it was, and I said, I hope everything's going well. And I and I I would love to to talk to you and meet up with you. Can't remember when that was exactly, but she said the same thing, right? And and we made that happen uh, when I got back, and we we made we made uh, time to see each other, um, and 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 again, like I, I said it many times, but it felt like no time at all had passed. It felt like we it felt like it was five years ago or a few years ago when I last saw her. And uh, to rekindle a friendship, to know that we both still care, uh, to catch up, to know that she's doing well, um, to know that her family's doing well, like that means so much to me to 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 just to to, to see that how happy she was when I met her. Like I could tell she was happy. She was reaching goals that she was plan- planning out for herself. She has other goals. But I'm telling you, like, it felt so freaking good to talk to her and to realise that she's doing well. And that, like, again, like, I just, I love to see that. 
and I'm so happy for her. And I really, really do uh, know that she'll kill uh, everything that she's doing. She's going to do amazing in everything that she's doing. She's going to continue uh, on the career path, on the on her personal life path, with her relationship, um, with her friends. Like, she's got a good system around her, and she is very happy, and that makes me happy, and I want nothing else better for her than to be happy and healthy. So that that was... An, an amazing time to to see her. One other thing that uh, I did do is I met a friend who, the same day I, I met him in, in Edinburgh, and holy shit, um, it was one of the most fun days out I've had in a long, long, long time. It was so much fun. It was an incredible day out. Uh, we met in Edinburgh. We went for we went for uh, I think we went for lunch. We went for a pint. We went for uh, wings as we always do. We played pool. We watched the Rangers game. Um, uh, some of it was <laughs> some of it was hilarious. Like it was just I've not laughed so much in a short time. It <laughs> it was so funny. It was it was honestly the best thing ever. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I, I I actually loved it so much, and he'll know because he listens to this podcast every week. But man, I appreciate you. I fucking love when we hang out. It's so much fun. I wish we could do it more. Uh, I really do. I really wish we could do it more. Uh, but I'm just so happy that we're in touch and we're always talking and we always. Uh, know what's going on in each other's lives and uh, I appreciate them so much. On on uh, Friday uh, when I was there, um, I actually uh, met up with my cousin um, who I know she listens to the podcast every week as well, but I had not seen her in a long time and similar situation to my other friend, uh, we, we hadn't stopped. Uh, but I remember when I started the podcast, she reached out to me and said, "I'm so proud of you. Like this is my first time I've listened to a podcast. Uh, this is this is amazing. Like you, you need to keep doing this. Uh, and look again, so supportive. Um, so it's so nice to get that support from from her, from uh close like everyone close to me." Uh, she's like the biggest advocate from our podcast. She says, if you ever don't release an episode on a day, I'm going to text you and I'm going to tell you, like, you need to re- release that, that episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was really, really nice to see her. Uh, I, I realized, realized, like, I knew we had a good, like, relationship before and a great connection and we always uh, value each other highly, but, um, you know, that came back in an, in an instant when we met up. Uh, I, I, it was like instant. It was like nothing ever changed. Nothing ever happened. Uh, there was no time in between it. So, like, as I say, I'm so, so grateful for that. I, I couldn't I couldn't ask for any more. And a, and a cousin and someone being supportive of me. Uh, and I met a good buddy the same day. Uh, we went in Glasgow and we were chatting. Uh, two buddies of mine, actually, who I went to to WrestleMania with uh, a couple of years ago, or sorry, last year actually, or, or this year, this year, 
yeah, this year, 2019, uh, we went to WrestleMania, uh, and before that, I went with the the other person, and uh, man, it's like nothing ever changed again. Uh, I'm just so happy that we got to meet up. Um, we always say the same thing, like we talk about stuff, and we go, "Oh, too dear." Like learning that it's expensive or everything, but it's not like it is expensive. It was just a running joke that we've always had. It's, it's so so funny. Uh, I, I can't I can't explain how much it meant to me to go out that day with him, um, and with them so that matter, and just hang out, talk about wrestling because that's what we do. And uh, it was it was awesome, and we went we went we were in Glasgow. Uh, we we did we went I wandered around. We even got to Tim Hortons, which was excellent. Uh, and it was just such a an amazing day out. And like it doesn't matter what I was trying to stress at the start. It doesn't matter where I am, where they are, uh, where we're at different paths in our lives. Uh, you know whether one's a family, one single. Like it doesn't matter. When we come together, like I say, it's like nothing else matters. It's like this is excellent. I love spending time with with him uh, or with them and just having a great time, forgetting about work, forgetting about our, our, our everyday lives and just having a fantastic time and just talking to each other. And I'm so, I, I said it before, but like, I'm so grateful for our relationship. I've known him for a long time. And what I'm saying is, like, you don't need a lot of friends, but you need good friends. And uh, you know, he's not. He's actually we we say we're brothers because we are. Like, there is nothing uh, that comes closer than that than what our friendship is. And I, I just so happy that I got to to see him when I was there. I got to watch uh, my nephew for the first time playing soccer. Um, um, at one of the local areas in in in, uh, in Livingston, and it it was so cool because it brought back memories of me playing soccer when I was younger, and I I, I just <laughs> it's so cool to see that um that stuff, and, and when I, when my brother asked me would I want to come and see that, I was like I don't care what I'm doing that day, like I want to come and watch that, um. It was so so amazing to see it. Um, it was it was really truly was awesome, and uh, he's doing great. Like there's so many there's the long road ahead in the soccer game when you're only when you're really young. But it, it was it's so good to see um, how happy he was playing and how uh, kids of that age actually play. It's, it was it was really 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 awesome. The weekend was the weekend again. the 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 Saturday the twenty sixth was uh, my daughter's wedding. I'll talk about that at the end. But um, I actually, you know, on on the on the Sunday, I made a point of uh, going to see family. I I wanted to make a point of that. Like it's my last day. I do the rounds, right? Like I go and see. Uh, my my brothers, my nieces, my nephews, my gran. Like these are the uh, and all this is then time on on and that. Uh, but that's the last day, right? Because the Monday morning I was leaving and the like at, at like seven a.m. or something or six a.m. to go to the airport to come back over here. So the last day, like I, uh, is uh, always the most emotional day. 
the cause you get there a week earlier or six days earlier and you're happy to see everyone and you're happy to 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 like talk to everyone and catch up with everyone but you're not saying bye just yet you're saying hello how's it going and i'm going to see you at the wedding i'm going to see you in various times throughout the week but there's nothing that compares to um to extending the time with these people but also uh, there is a time where you have to say bye and i i am not gonna lie or beat around the bush or or uh you know, make this sound prettier than what it actually is. It's incredibly emotional. Um, and I will let you know, uh, like, how bad it, how, how emotional it got. But I will um, start from the beginning. So on on the Sunday, uh, I woke up and I... Um, I so it was the day after the wedding, so it was quite... It was quite the thing, and the the reason why I say that is because um, I had purposely the night before at the wedding, although I had drinks and everything, I purposely didn't do too like too much of that because, again, the next day is the day that you have to go and say goodbye to everyone, right? So I I went to the so I I get up in the morning and and I immediately think about plans right I mean I kind of need them anyways before but I think okay so I'm gonna go here I'm gonna see my grand I'm gonna see my brothers and I'm gonna uh you know come back and, and spend time at home before I, before I leave and I don't it's not that I don't mind saying goodbye like I can handle like a little bit of pressure in that sense like you know saying goodbye and everything the problem is, it's, it's like it's all in one day. So say goodbye to everyone again, and that includes nieces and nephews and all of them. And it's incredibly difficult. And you know, I'm saying this not for sympathy or to say that I'm in a bad spot. Like, just to clarify, I mean, I did choose this option. This is my option to to live somewhere far away, right? And so this is this is up to this is me. This is what I've chosen, and and I'm okay with that. Like that decision is mine, and I'm and I'm very comfortable with my decision for now. Could that change in a year or six months or two years or five years? Sure, it could, but for now, I'm doing what I love, and and I am with the place I love being, and 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 doing things that I love, and as long as I'm happy then I'm so grateful that I can get to do what I do. But also, uh, parents, uh, my parents and my, my brothers and my family, like, they're all super happy for me, right? And um, again, without that support, like I said before, like I'd, it, it would be very, very difficult. But every single one of them just want what's best for me. Like, I want what's best for them. And they are they're happy where they are, they are as well and doing what they're doing. So, like... I just don't, I just don't see it, I just don't see why 
I don't see why um, that we should think about what potentially might happen and think about more the now. And the, and the now at that point on that Sunday was saying bye to everyone. And I can remember, so I, I, I do the whole thing all, all day. My grand, my brothers, nieces, nephews, <clears throat> excuse me, nieces, nephews. And then I, I actually uh, decide... So and actually, like at night, and and you know, I'm going to bed. Uh, I got an early flight or early get out call in the morning, and I'm thinking, I'm like, the amount of times I've done the same thing. Like I do the same thing every time, right? Like I said before, I, I do the same thing every day on the last day. I make sure I go and see everyone, and and do the best I can to see everyone. Uh, or at least like my immediate family. And um, I was in bed, and I'm thinking, like, and I and I do like legit have these second thoughts where I'm like, uh, is this the right thing? Like, is it good to say goodbye to these people and then come back a year later or more than a year later, or is it kind of like, is it okay? Like, are you okay with that? Like, and it makes me second guess myself a lot. But it always comes down to this, and this is my advice for every single person who wants to do something in particular if it's far away if you want to do something okay like let's say you want to move as well and it might be it might be you know to a different continent like me it could be you know it could be uh two hours away uh, by driving like whatever it is um no one thing that No one is going to run your life for you. No one's going to fulfill your goals and, you know, dreams or whatever for you. You're going to have to do that yourself. And like any dream or goal, pretty much most of them need sacrifice. And... You have to work out what you're willing to sacrifice for it. Sometimes it's sacrificing money. Sometimes it's sacrificing location. Sometimes it's sacrificing time. Sometimes it's sacrificing relationships. But you have to know what you're going, what you're aiming for, and what you're willing to sacrifice to get at. And for me, um. And anybody that knows me, they know I'm not a selfish person. Like I will do, I will give someone my last ten dollars if that if I know that that would benefit them more than it would benefit me, and they need it more than me. Just like I'm there to to talk, or whenever someone whenever someone uh, needs to 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 get my like to just talk on the phone or they need a ride somewhere or whatever like I'll do it and I will never hesitate and I'll never ever want or ask for anything in return ever now this other thing now um just to to clarify like um so I'm sitting in bed and I'm and I'm thinking about this and I, and I think about the exact thing I just talked about and that's when I know that I always make the right decision. For me, selfishly, of course, I make the decision based on what I feel is right for me. And that's it. 
like there is no two ways about it. Like I want to do what's best for me, and I'm willing to sacrifice something to get what I want. Like some people, for example, like I've talked a lot about. Um, if you do what you love and you have all the nice things you like and you're happy, then great. But if you're doing a job that you hate, but paying for that, that the lifestyle's paying the same as that job, but really the job that you want's less than that, that you're staying in the job to afford your lifestyle, then you have a problem. So, yeah, it comes down to really weighing these things up, and I think about it a lot. I think about it, uh, you know, even every every so often here as well like am i doing the right thing um and and i think it's you know i think it's the right thing to think about because you've always got to reevaluate these things um i always say the same thing like i'm happy living here you know as anybody um on my side or whatever they they would support that um, so yeah, uh, that anyway. I'm, I'm kind of going on a, a, a side sort of uh, tangent, but I think it's important to put that in there. Um, okay, so uh, other than the Sunday being a very emotional day, let's talk about Saturday. I so Saturday was the wedding. I could not be happier. To see both of my brothers get married, I, I really couldn't. Uh, I know they're very happy. I know um, they they want this uh, more than anything. Um, they have like their amazing families, um, amazing uh, like lights that they have, and to see that not only just this past October, but uh, last year as well, um, it makes me so happy for them. It makes me, um, they, they are, they are, they love their lights. They love what they're doing. They love who they're with, and they love their kids. And and that's, uh, you know, you can get that. And you know, we talk about like I always say when you know I, I live in Toronto, and everyone's like. Oh yeah, well it's shit here, so like you know Toronto will be pretty good, and I'm like, uh, nah, it's not really about like sure like the location I do to there, I like the city and and stuff, but um, that's not what does it for me. It's like if I didn't meet the people and had the relationships uh, that I do, then then I wouldn't be here. Uh, it really is as simple as that, right? So you know they got got wife, kids, home. And they're happy because life is about relationships. And when I see some, so when I see the wedding, I see this thing where people are, you know, so emotional and so just invested in that day. It really was incredible to see. Um, I. Yeah, I mean, I so my brother actually said to me uh, a couple months before, or his wife had said to me, you know, we really, we know you've not been a part of the wedding planning, and 
we want to include you. And then, you know, to watch our reality as well, I'm invited to the wedding, so I'm included and I'm happy with that. Like, no, we want you to do a speech or a reading it, uh, during the ceremony. And I said, oh, okay. Um, and, and of course, I had no hesitation to do it. Like, that, that was never a question. I just knew that I wanted to say something from the heart and not something that was like a a poem or something like that. I wanted to say words that meant what they meant to me. And it was so funny because on the day, even leading up to it, I was not nervous about the speech. I wrote it. I read it many, many times. I was more than happy with it. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to deliver it. And it's gonna be it's gonna be great. And I get up there. So the guy the 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 the, the guy introduces me. And all of a sudden I got completely nervous. Like in one go. Like even sitting there when he went, I guess you're here you're bored hearing the sound of my voice. Um and then he was then he went on to introduce me. And even when he was doing that, I was like, oh, yeah, like this is awesome. I'm, I'm good to go. And then I get up to the front and I just get nervous, like overwhelmingly nervous and and emotional because what I had written was really from the heart. And um, of course, they recognized it when we spoke afterwards. And some parts of the speech were funny, and there was some good parts uh, where we, we got some laughter and everything. But the the, the serious point was, it's like I'll never ever show those or say, uh, you know, I love you, and you know, it's not really something I would typically say. However, um, I show it. I show it by turning up. I show it by being there for them. I show it by uh, doing everything I can whenever they need me. And it's as simple as that. And uh, towards the end of the speech, when I actually uh, tell them how much I care about them, I got really emotional. And, and, and honestly, like, my, the last line of the speech was like, um, and I love you both very much. And I couldn't, because uh, that was the last line. If there was anything else after that, I don't know how hard that speech would have actually been. But I remember feeling emotional towards the end of it. Uh, the end of that sentence, and I was like, "Oh man, like I'm glad that's the last line." Um, but you know, um, talking to both of them directly during the ceremony it meant so much to me. Um, I would never be, I would never miss it. I would never ever want to be anywhere else. And um, it was really such a special, special day, and a special uh, moment that I'll never forget. And um. I'm just so, I'm just so grateful that that I was uh, trusted and asked to do something uh, like that. So key takeaways from uh, my trip to Scotland, and I think these are practical for everyone. Um, I know I've talked about the sequence of events and sort of how I felt through the duration. Um, you know, number one is. I, told, I said it earlier on, pick out a person on your phone or on Facebook that you've never spoke to in a while and just say, how's it going, and, and talk to them. Preferably call them. That's that's number one. 
because you know I ha- I've held grudges in the past and felt like I shouldn't. I don't want to talk to that person, but um, most things were kind of blown out of proportion at the time, and I'm a big believer in you know making sure that you rekindle those. Uh, tight to relationships, uh, especially with people that meant so much to you at the time. Uh, number two, um, don't think about what you don't have and be in the moment and be grateful for what you do have. And I'm not talking about things, I'm talking about um, the fact that you're alive, the fact that you're healthy, the fact that you have friends and family and, and relationships that uh, money can't die because money doesn't mean shit if you don't have any of those things. And I've said this a million times, but this is this is the stuff I believe a lot. Um, so yeah, number one, uh, just um, rekindle those friendships, relationships, call them. Number two, um, you know, think about what you do have as opposed to what you don't have. Um, in terms of uh relationships because they are worth the the relationships make you rich. Uh people around you that are close to you make you rich, not the physical money that you have or the things that you have. Um number three is is um always be willing to uh give uh without expectations. Um and the reason why I say that is because I, in my relationships, I will give constantly and never expect anything back. And uh, that's my way of showing that I, I appreciate and love the person. Um, I think it's so important. Uh, I just believe that um, time is precious. Like, this is probably number four. Uh, time is precious. And we don't have, we don't know how much we have. We don't know how much we have. And like, we don't know what's happening tomorrow. Um, and it sounds cliche, but we don't. So why wait to to make that, to, to think about talking to that person tomorrow when you can do it today? So I just don't, I just think that there's a lot of things that we take for granted. And uh, time is one of them. Um, you know, we need to really try and do a better job at uh, contextualising the time that we have. Um, number five, um, like, do what you love all the time. And if you can make a living off of it, great. Um, but, like, I love what I'm doing. Uh, I... I I'm so grateful that I get to, you know, take trips across there to to see friends and stuff. But uh, just yeah, I do what you love. Like it makes me reevaluate everything when I travel. When I travel, I think about everything, like from the the goals that I had in terms of work to 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 friendships, relationships, uh, to the hobbies that I'm doing. Like everything is everything is like blown up. Right, it's like it's almost like everything's blown up, and I believe so much, uh, and contextualizing the time, uh, and really doing what you love, 
I just think these are practical pieces of advice that you that 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 is practical to give in this scenario. And it's amazing that these are the ones considering I'm talking about going on vacation and going on a trip. But it makes me think about, as I say, it makes me think about everything. And um, to every single person that that I saw when I was there, uh, to every single person that I, that I uh, spoke to and uh, a person that I interacted with when I was there, uh, I just want to say I appreciate every single one of you uh, so much. Uh, I I and I don't do a good job of like explaining myself, uh, in this type of stuff. But like I I'm, I'm just so, uh, grateful and happy, that I get to, that I get to be in your life and that I'm important enough to you to want to come and meet up with me when I'm here. That's, that's what life is all about, and I just appreciate. Everything. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Inside Out podcast. What a trip I had to Scotland. It was so much fun. I did so many great things while I was there. Uh, so many great people. I'm just so grateful and so happy that I was able to, to do that and get out there and have a great time uh, in Scotland. Um, uh, the, the the feedback on the podcast would mean the world to me like if you could email me Sean uh, that's S-E-A-N Sean at InsideOutPodcast.com find me on Instagram and Facebook uh, InsideOutPodcast.com is also another option there's a form there that you can fill out uh, for, for feedback or even just comments to say how much you love or hate the podcast I don't know but Either way, um, I'm trying to put out value. I want to, to bring more value to everybody else. I'll continue to do my absolute best every single Tuesday to get that done for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Have a good week, and I will talk to you next Tuesday. <laughs>